0: Hi, my name is Nadia. My name is And welcome to our podcast. Un poquito de medicina. So this podcast um, is here to help you learn a little bit of Spanish, to help you feel more comfortable uh, speaking with your Spanish-only speaking patients. So, Stephanie, tell me a little
1: bit about yourself. So, um, I was born in Peru, Ooh. and um, I also lived in Mexico prior to moving to the United States. So, um, I am a native speaker, and English is my second language. If you can't tell by the accent, obviously. <laughs> I was hoping that my accent was better by now, but apparently
0: not. No, definitely not. Okay. <laughs> and um, now about myself... <laughs> Yes, please tell them about yourself, Claudia. <laughs> so I was born and raised in Houston, Texas. You can tell by my accent. <laughs> you have good accent. Um, so we obviously have a lot of Spanish-speaking patients down here since we're real close to Mexico. Um, I'm thinking about doing uh, OB-GYN. I'll we'll be applying soon. And uh, Stephanie is a board-certified trained cardiologist. <laughs> 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 Just kidding. She's applying, too. But she will be eventually. <laughs>
1: So the idea behind this podcast is to allow you guys to become a little bit more comfortable in speaking with your Spanish-speaking patients, because at the end of the day, it's all about making a relationship with your patients and establishing a good report with them. And our dynamic is helpful in that we are, I'm a native Spanish speaker, and Nadia studied Spanish in university. So she is more than proficient in speaking with her patients in Spanish, but she's not comfortable. So we're hoping that this is also an exercise um, to help her and you guys who probably know more than you think you know Mm -hmm. in um, talking with your patients.
0: So before we get into the bulk of the podcast, we wanted to shoot a few tips out for y'all. So first and foremost, um, speak slowly uh, I don't think that should be a problem for English speakers because usually the Latin Americans are the ones, you know, yapping their mouths at 100 miles per hour and we can't understand. <laughs> but, you know, still, you know, just speak slowly. And also you can ask your patients to speak slowly. So You can say, just, por favor, más espacio. Okay. And usually they'll they'll, you know, speak pretty slow for you. And later in the, the conversation if they this usually happens to me, they'll usually forget completely and they'll get worked up and I'll just must despacio, mas despacio. Yeah, just, <laughs> and they
1: and they'll remember. So And also it's a good idea to say or to at least try to to say usted I know it's very difficult um because it's not in the English language but it just it's a way to show respect to our patients and uh, especially um, native native Spanish speakers are are stick to that rule quite a lot but they are of course very forgiven if you don't if you don't do that there's different ways to show respect other than just saying that and, um, don't worry about other, um, expressions or how people are saying the, uh, the ways that you're interviewing patients, because just stick to your own way. And that's just for you to learn. And then once you become a little bit more comfortable, then you can start adding more, um, um just spicing things up, basically. And, um, just don't be shy because, at least I guess from my mother whenever she goes to a doctor and she doesn't speak a lot of English or um, especially in a very nervous situation with a physician. So whenever a physician tries to speak a little bit of Spanish to her, she becomes a little more more comfortable, more relaxed, and she really appreciates that. So just try to remember that whenever you're going in to see your patients.
0: Yeah, I agree with that. And then, you know, from our standpoint, I think Just put yourself out there. Just force yourself to go into patient's room. If there's like a Spanish-speaking patient, you know, don't just hand it off to someone. Just go in yourself and try to, you know, put yourself in those uncomfortable situations because that's pretty much the only way that you're actually going to have the confidence and the competency to continue forward. So to start off, we're going to have a standard patient come in with pain And we're going to go through the um, basic introduction, chief complaint, and then old CART's mnemonic, which is onset of pain, location, duration, characterization of the pain, alleviating and aggravating factors, radiation, and severity. So uh, basic introduction. When you first come into the room, you obviously want to introduce yourself. Uh, So Stephanie, how would we do that?
1: Um, so you say, hola, me llamo, whatever, and you say, soy estudiante de medicina, and you're just going to ask him if you're able, to, if you're going to do some questions, and so you say, le puedo hacer unas preguntas. Okay.
0: So you say, hola, me llamo, which is, hello, my name is, and then Nadia, for example. Soy estudiante, I'm a student, de medicina, of medicine. Um, le puedo hacer Unas preguntas. Let me ask you a few questions. Does That's that perfect. Right? Okay. And then how would I ask them, why are they here?
1: <laughs> ¿Qué lo trae al hospital? Okay. ¿Qué
0: lo trae al hospital? Mm-hmm. Or if you're guessing you're in the clinic setting. like la a clínica. La okay. Perfect. And so old cards. So someone comes in with pain. Uh, how would you start with that?
1: So you can start just by saying, so onset is, ¿Cuándo empezó el dolor? Okay, so, ¿cuándo empezó el dolor? So when, ¿cuándo empezó start el dolor, the pain? Got it. And then you uh, move on to location, so you ask where is the pain, dónde le duele. Right, like dónde estás, where are you? Dónde le duele, where does
0: it hurt? Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: And, and then you're going to ask him to describe the pain, um, and you say, um, me puede, uh, describe el dolor. Describa, so that sounds like describe, right? Describa Mm -hmm. el dolor. El
0: dolor. So describe the pain. So dolor Mm -hmm. is the big word you're going to be passing around here, the pain.
1: Okay, go ahead. And so they can easily just uh, throw up some words at you. Oh, yeah, so So
0: what are they going to throw at me if I ask someone, you know, to describe the Describa Al dolor. Like what what can they use? Like what adjectives can they use? uh,
1: They can say punzante. That's a stabbing type of pain. Okay. And they can say calambre. um, It's like um, cramping type of pain. Or they can say uh, melate, which is like a throbbing type of pain. Okay.
0: So I've definitely had asked this question to patients, and they just look at me like... Describe the pain. So you can even throw that those words out too if you want, and feel free to use your um, theater skills here and use your arms and, you know, for example, if you're trying to describe a throbbing pain or a stabbing pain, get your knife out, <laughs> your your imaginary knife, and start stabbing yourself in the stomach with it. I think they they would understand what kind of pain you're talking about, and then latte that is. Latte is like
1: latir is like the heartbeat, like whenever your heartbeat, oh, it like the el Latin uh, songs yeah. that all my uh, <laughs> Mexican
0: lovers have been singing to me <laughs> exactly. Okay. Except this is like for pain, oh, okay, for pain. <laughs> so throbbing, so throbbing latte. okay. Mm-hmm. So, um, and how would I say, you know, is there anything that makes it better or worse?
1: Que mejora al dolor, okay, so mejor. Mm-hmm. As then, long as you have mejor in there, you'll be okay. Okay, so and then worse, peor. So
0: can, if I just have mejor or peor in there, yeah. I'll be fine. Yeah, just I've, have can any I just variation in that word. <laughs> <laughs> Screaming is not <laughs> particularly good for patients. Okay. So if I just say mejor or
1: peor, yeah. okay. Got it. And when you're then you're um, trying to ask if the pain's radiating anywhere. And so you say el dolor se va a otra parte? Okay. El dolor se va. So, yeah. does the pain
0: go? Somewhere else. Okay. Al parte. Uh, to some other part. Mm-hmm. Got it.
1: Yeah. Oh, and I forgot to to say um, if the pain is constant or like it, is it intermittent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So, you can say, el dolor es constante. Okay. El dolor es constante.
0: Like constant. Constante. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. O va y viene. Or what now?
1: Va. <laughs> y viene
0: it means, oh, you comes va, Okay, so va y viene. viene So to go and to come mm-hmm. Got it, that makes sense Okay, and, and then in terms of severity I mean, besides everyone saying they have a 10 out of 10 pain I, I don't <laughs> feel like this question is very, you know, helpful But, yeah. you
1: know, okay, how do so, we ask that? So this is going to be a little bit long but <laughs> So you start off with just basically de uno a diez Okay, so in English we're going to say from one to
0: ten, tell me—you know, ten being the worst in your life, and one's nothing. What number is your pain, mm-hmm. right? Okay. So to say, to, how would you start off with that? From one to ten, the de pain is a
1: diez. okay.
0: Okay, and the pain is ten being the worst of your life. Diez es el peor dolor de su vida, and then one is like nothing. Uno casi nada. Okay. What number is your pain? ¿Qué número es su dolor? Okay, say the whole thing again.
1: De uno al diez. Okay. Diez siendo el peor dolor de su vida mm-hmm. y uno casi nada de dolor. Eh, ¿Qué número es su dolor? Okay, so
0: de uno a diez, diez es el peor dolor de su vida y uno casi nada. ¿Qué número es su dolor? Perfect. Okay, perfect. Got it. All right. So now to go into the rest of the history, um, let's ask about past medical history. How would
1: you um, ask that to a patient? ¿Qué condiciones médicas tiene? Yeah, that's a good way of asking. ¿Qué condiciones? Which conditions? ¿Médicas?
0: ¿Médicas? ¿Tiene? ¿Tiene? So which med- conditions medical that you have. Okay, so, and, you know, usually they'll say nothing or they'll kind of look at you with a blank stare. So if you want to throw out some things out there, you could say, you know, high blood pressure.
1: Presión alta.
0: Presión alta. Alta. So to say blood pressure, it's just presión, like pressure, Mm -hmm. and then alta means high. So presión alta. And then diabetes, Mm
1: -hmm. you know, don't
0: have too many vocabulary words in there. (laughs) Cancer. Mm -hmm. Cancer. Um, problemas del corazón. Mm-hmm. O oh, problemas del riñón. All right. So uh, <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> uh, kidney. Riñón. Okay, let, let's have a little side uh, anatomy lesson here in Spanish. So can we go through like the major organs? Um, so uh, from head to toe. So like how would you say like head,
1: brain, all of that? So you say cabeza. Cabeza. Head. From- like whenever you say dolor de cabeza is headache. Perfect. Um, cerebro is the brain. Cerebro. So like mm-hmm. cerebrum. Cerebro. Yeah. Okay. And then
0: ojos. Ojos for eyes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Also for my Spanish songs. <laughs> <laughs> nariz. Nariz for nose mm-hmm. and nariz. Mm-hmm. Boca. Boca. Like brocas aphasia. Perfect. Okay, you know, boca. Okay. Uh-huh. Eh, orejas o oído. Okay. Okay. Orejas For ears And oído Which is like To hear right That's well, like the verb yeah.
1: No it's You can say both ways Okay oídos I've mm-hmm. heard people use that yeah. Okay And you can say gargantas for your throat So if Gargantes. you they're have, Yeah so they're saying like Oh my throat hurts And so like Me duele la garganta
0: Okay, Me duele la, la garganta. garganta.
1: Just, the, okay. just
0: the throat. Just Or you could just point to it. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> it always works. All better. else fails. <laughs> yeah. Use your
1: fingers. Always use your fingers <laughs> when talking. <laughs> and Spanish people also use their fingers or like their hands for just talking in general. So Perfect. you'll be right there with them. Awesome. And um, so then we, uh, the heart, corazón. Awesome. Mm-hmm. And what about liver? Uh, hígado. Hígalo? Hígado. Hígado hígado mm-hmm.
0: hígado hígado okay got it hígado liver alright so how about gallbladder vesícula vesícula so like vesicle like a vesicle on the liver vesícula okay don't smile and nod at me <laughs> <laughs> trying to help everyone out here alright so now on the other side um, spleen Vaso. Vaso. Bazo. Bazo. b-a-z-o Bazo. okay and then stomach estómago Estomago. And then what about the Mexicans? Don't
1: they say it in a different way? Uh, Mexicans just refer to just stomach in general, like the whole abdomen as panza. Panza. Okay. Yeah. So They'll say, mi panza me duele. They'll just say, my whole like stomach hurts. They're just saying, my panza. Okay. So, estomago or panza. Okay. Um, what else do you want to go with? The kidneys we say is riñón. Riñón. <laughs> uh huh. And. Intestines is intestino.
0: (laughs) You know, in case they complain of their intestines hurting, (laughs) which (laughs) I've heard weirder things. (laughs) What about like arms? Brazos. Brazos. So, vaso for spleen and brazos for arms. Mm -hmm. And then legs? Piernas. Piernas. Okay. And feet for all the diabetics out there? Pies. Pies. Okay, keeping Mm -hmm. it. Okay. And fingers? Dedos. Dedos. Can you also say that for your toes?
1: You just have to specify dedos de la mano o dedos del pie. Okay, so
0: dedos de mano Mm -hmm. is the hand, and dedos al pie. Del pie, yeah. Del pie is the feet. Mm -hmm. Okay, perfect. So also for past medical history, what if, you know, you want to know what medications they're on to help you with that? ¿Qué medicinas toma? ¿Qué medicinas toma? Toma. So what medications, toma is to take, right? Mm-hmm. Or drink, right? Yeah. Toma. ¿Qué medicinas toma? And then what about past surgical history? ¿Qué cirugías ha tenido en el pasado? So, ¿qué cirugías, which surgeries, ha tenido, have you had, in el pasado? In the past. Perfect. Okay. And um, have you ever been hospitalized, in case they don't know what that
1: means. Ha sido hospitalizado. Ha sido hospitalizado. What? Hospitalizado. Hospitalizado. It's the same thing as hospitalized, but different accent. <laughs> Thanks.
0: <laughs> okay. And then, um, so family history. If you're going to ask um, what conditions run in the family.
1: ¿Qué condiciones hay en la familia?
0: ¿Qué condiciones hay? So which conditions are... In la familia, in the family. Mm-hmm. And then you can even specify, like, mamá, papá. And then your sons are hijos. And then your brothers and sisters are hermanos. You don't have to say hermano, hermana. Just say hermano with an O, because that means the same. Yeah, that's okay. fine. Um, and then for vaccines, um, how would you say, have you received all your vaccines?
1: Ha recibido todas sus vacunas.
0: Okay, so vacunas means vaccine. Okay. Ha recibido todas sus vacunas. Okay. And then allergies. Eh,
1: Tiene alguna alergia. But you have to specify uh, for medication. So you say, tiene alguna alergia. Because everyone's going to have them to like the pollen out here. Of course. Got it. So you just say, tiene alguna alergia a alguna medicina. Tiene
0: alguna alergia. Do you have an allergy? A alguna medicina to some medicine, right? That's Mm -hmm. what it roughly translates into. Okay. And then for social history, I mean, just the three main ones you want to know. Do you smoke? Fuma? Um, Do you drink alcohol? Consume alcohol? Mm -hmm. Do you consume alcohol? Or usa drogas? Like drogas from uh, Game of Thrones. Isn't that his name? Drogo. You can think of it that way. And then describe your diet. Describa su dieta diaria. What is diaria? Like diet? Every day. Oh, okay. So, describe su dieta, describe your diet, Di- diaria. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. And you could even specify, like, desayuno, which is breakfast, almuerzo, or lonche. Is that really a word? Lonche?
1: Yeah, um i think in mexico they say lunch i think uh, in different countries they sp- they split up their meals mm. differently so mexico uh, in mexico you have uh, a meal be- between um your breakfast and your lunch yeah. so for them almuerzo is in between their breakfast and lunch and then they have their lunch around like one or two a little oh, bit later interesting I didn't mm-hmm. know that. and then cena is dinner. dinner okay
0: and then um, just a rough review of systems. We'll just do a general one now, and when we go into subsequent podcasts, we can you know specify more based off of like the condition we're talking about at the moment. So, so general. What do you want to ask? So
1: the first thing you want to ask, like fever, chills, that type of thing. So fever is fiebre. Fiebre. And um, chills is escalofríos. Escalofríos. So escalofríos, one word. So mm-hmm. like scale cold. <laughs> escalofríos Mm -hmm. and uh, you're asking about any changes in their weight so cambios en su peso cambios is change en su peso so peso Mm -hmm. is pounds or
0: peso is weight weight and then libros is pounds libras libras Libras. okay not libros that's books
1: yeah libras (laughs) I know (laughs) it's super confusing
0: (laughs) one letter changes everything I know Um, and then any fatigue or weakness fatiga cansancio okay So, fatiga. Perfect. Mm -hmm. And then just general, you know, problemas al respirar, Mm -hmm. to breathe. Problemas al corazón, of the heart. Cambios en su visión. Changes in your your vision. vision, Perfect. Um, Dolor en de estómago, or in Mexico. Panza. (laughs) Panza.
1: (laughs) And... uh, Go ahead. Tiene algún problema al orinar? Will be if you're having any difficulty with your urination and for um, changes in your bowel movement or changes in defecation, you can say problemas al um, defecar. At the same time, you can easily I've just I've never say, heard anyone say defecar. I know, that's okay. the, that is the correct way to say it, I guess, or like the proper, proper. way, right? Proper but you can easily get away with pipi and popo. <laughs> pipi is like. To pee or to urinate, but was like to number two whatever. <laughs> and you can also say número dos. That's fine. Really? Yeah, number two, number so, one. so would you say like hace pepe? Pi- uh, pee-pee? Oh, pee-pee. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <Ace> pipi. Oh, pipi. Okay, hace pipi or hace popo. Yeah.
0: Okay, got it. So have you done the number yeah. one or number two? Yeah, or Did like algún dirty? problema. con okay. Yeah, if you have any difficulty or anything with that. Okay, perfect. That's a great review of systems. So that's our podcast. Thanks for listening. Uh, to conclude, we're going to move to our final segment called How to Not Sound Like a Gringo. So we're going to be speaking about um, or telling you a few phrases to make you sound extra proficient in the language when you're speaking with your patients. So if someone says something really crazy or, you know, they make it sound really dramatic, how would I respond to that, Stephanie?
1: En serio? En
0: serio. Like, are you serious? In yeah. serio? What accent do I use with that? In <laughs> serio, yeah. like that? Is
1: that like a okay? soap opera accent? If you want soap,
0: op- <laughs> soap opera. Got it. So just match it, match <laughs> the level. And what if I want to say, of course? Por supuesto, or claro que sí. Claro que sí, por supuesto. Okay. And what if I want to say something like, no way. No me digas. No me digas. Do I, can I just like put random inflections in there and it'll yeah. work? No me digas. <laughs> and what if to conclude on a more serious note, if I'm going in and I want to introduce myself to somebody, you know, how would I just politely say like nice to meet you? Mucho gusto. Can you say that going in and leaving? Yeah, sure. Okay, so I could go in mucho gusto and shake their hand and then leave mucho gusto. Mm-hmm. Okay. So thanks for listening to the podcast. That's it. And see you next time. Bye.